Hello, I'm James Hayward, Editorial Manager at the Treasury State Group, and welcome to this episode of Treasury Talks. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Royston de Costa, Assistant Group Treasurer at Ferguson PLC, to hear his views on the impact technology is having on the Corporate Treasury Department and where it might take the profession in the future. Royston has over 28 years experience working in Corporate Treasury for brands such as Sky, Gillette, Seagrams and Vivendi Universal. He is a frequent speaker on the conference circuit and is regarded as a leading authority on technology and the impact that it is having on Corporate Treasury. I was really keen to find out what Royston thought about technology, so I began by asking him how crucial technology is to Ferguson and other modern Treasury departments. It is extremely crucial. It's actually critical in in many ways. I would outline four main reasons for why technology is critical for our Treasury operations. Visibility, connectivity, security and efficiencies. Visibility, basically today, as we've all kind of been you know, used to hearing over the last few years, is all about visibility for cash. But it's not just that for us. It's visibility of our bank accounts, our foreign exchange, of our loans, facilities, payments, the full gambit of what Treasury is responsible for normally for most companies. And as we're a decentralized business, it's even more critical for us, and hence why our TMS solution, which is having to be better, is so pivotal to giving us that visibility. Connectivity, I think, is very important as well. And it goes without saying that if you've got a TMS solution today, you want it to be able to connect with, as I said, we've got 16 different systems. So, you know, it's all fundamental. And I like to use the phrase called plug and play. I think the third point about cruciality of technology security, without question in my mind, whenever you look at any type of technology, security has got to feature highly for a treasurer, particularly in terms of the type of risk that we deal with. But here's the point I'd like to make. I believe that the cloud-based solutions that are available today, provided you've done your due diligence and invested them and are sort of well-established vendors, provide a greater level of security than your own in-house security provider, mainly because they spend and have a larger budget to invest in their technology, and they govern at a much more stringent and higher level than the company would because we're not a software company. The last point, if you see go without saying, Clearly, if you're going to look at investing in technology, you won't be able to get some sort of benefit from it. It's not the very least time and cost savings and the rest that come out of that would be straight to processing, automation and then going back to the old cash visibility. We have ourselves achieved a fair bit of savings from the fact that we can see all our cash and we're able to invest it for longer and also be able to get better pricing. Certainly, technology bringing in visibility, connectivity, security and efficiency are all very good things for corporate treasury teams. What I wanted to know next was where Royston believed technology has had the biggest impact on his treasury operation. Most treasury functions, and again, these aren't necessarily the most exciting or lucrative areas that we would work in when it comes to treasury, but they're fundamental and they're, they're very important to treasury. So market data, I was maintain, is one of the first processes that most companies would undertake when they start their day and are almost critical to everything that happens subsequent to to that process occurring. And for years, I think it was a bit of a painful process in trying to get that information in an automated and seamless way from the market data providers. But I'm pleased to say today, we believe we've got a very good process in place that 
brings in that information into our TMS provider and into our ERP system and it's all kind of synchronized and it's all seamless and it's it's reliable and it's fairly basic. It's not rocket science, but it's fundamental in terms of setting the day for the rest of the other transactions that take place. So technology has helped in terms of visibility. Bank statements, I think, goes without saying. So again, there we have seen great progress in enabling us to get visibility of all our cash from around the group and we know about the swift mp940s for years we didn't join swift to get that visibility and so for us getting that information through our cash pooling bank in a kind of proxy way was very useful and it gave us that sort of those savings now so as a result of implementing mp940s and getting the information visibility of our cash back in 2010 we were able to release about half a billion worth of cash at the time and in terms of interest savings, that helped us to forecast and deposit our cash for a bit longer. Um, we were looking at sort of roughly half a million pounds worth of interest savings a year at the time. So, you know, there's some clear benefits that we realized from getting this type of information and using the technology that was available to us. Since then, we've just gone live on SWIFT, so we are now able to process our treasury payments using SWIFT. And obviously, the bank visibility is still there. Whilst driving improvements in these areas may not grab the headlines, they are clearly crucial to helping Treasury operate efficiently and in supporting the rest of its operation. Given the amount of talk about technology in Treasury, I was interested in learning from Royston what banks or fintech firms stood out to him and why. There's a certain UK bank in our portfolio has been, in my view, a cut above the rest in terms of the innovation and interaction they've had with me. And it's not just that in terms of the marketplace, they've also been fairly innovative when it came when it comes to payment solutions. I think recently they announced something along the lines of where you can use a device to pay for your bill when you go into a restaurant. You know, it's that kind of innovation, which I know may, may not be directly relevant to us in Treasury, but my view is a lot of technology today isn't restricted or limited to just one particular part of life. It's got to be a good user experience. We don't want to put something in place where it's going to cause us more pain and more work effectively. Our terms have been innovators and uh, we, I believe, have been a main innovator in technology but from the outset. There are other companies and banks that we deal with, but they're still playing catch up. One technology that banks and fintechs are all paying close attention to is blockchain. There are multiple use cases emerging for the solution across payments, trade and KYC. I was therefore keen to know what Royston thought of this technology and what benefit it might offer Treasury. First of all, blockchain is not evolved in my view. And that's not a bad thing in itself. But what I would want to say is that I'll be very open to looking at a blockchain solution that's already been tested and being put into production. And I can see that potentially being something like KYC. Because, you know, in terms of a solution that offers you the ability to match documents with third parties, to some degree, I'm not too bothered about the technology behind it. The fact it happens to be blockchain is interesting. But to me, I know the benefit would be that it's going to be quicker, more accurate and cheaper. And it's, it is useful to know. I think where a lot of people get very excited about is around the whole cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and how blockchain has had a big part and kind of really originate from that sphere. But it's not there yet. I mean, there's still a lot of questions to be asked and I don't think there's been a framework, corporate our size, to be completely comfortable with. I also quizzed Royston about some other emerging technologies. And then AI robotics, I mentioned that earlier. 
in terms of the impact on trading. That's, I think, again, just to reiterate the fact that I think it will impact a lot of shared service centres and what I've seen and what I've heard. And I believe that would be the big game changer this year, frankly, in some of the solutions that we begin to see. I've already networked with some companies on around AI because I'm very interested to just try and understand what are the type of uh, solutions AI could offer. I'll give an example. So, and this is not going off piece, but there's been talk about data and how valuable it is. There's no question about it. it is to most corporate, and this is why we have regulation coming in. But here's the thing. As a treasurer, if you were able to gather the data for your company and use it and analyze it in a very effective way, that could have a huge impact. The point is what I've just said sounds really simple, but it's not because you and I both know it is reliant on how you get that data into one place. And that's the big challenge that a lot of corporates have today, including ourselves, is that we don't have the data necessarily sitting in one system or integrated in one place. And that's where potentially AI could help. So technology is clearly helping Royston and the Ferguson Treasury team achieve its objectives. And he is also seeing lots of good work being done by banks and fintechs to bring emerging technologies to Treasury. But I was interested in knowing if Royston thought all this work was improving financial services more broadly. Oh, without question. From my perspective, the things that technology has now brought that make it so much better can be summarised under these headings. Speed, accuracy, omnipresence, scale, and cheaper. Now, there's no question speed. That's obvious. I mean, you look at a slide in terms of, A, you could look at it holistically. What's the world population? How much of the world's population is using the internet? Off of 7.5 billion, at least 5 billion. That's a huge number for any business to, to contemplate in terms of them as a potential market. The accuracy, I mean, there's again, clear, you can be using confirmations and, and all sorts of data that's been exchanged through technology. And, and blockchain, I think, will be a huge, huge, huge impact. I know the problem with blockchain at the moment hasn't fully evolved, let's be clear, especially in terms of cryptocurrency, but it's not going to be far away. Even if it takes 10 years, it will definitely help to improve in the way that we work in Treasury. I think the omnipresence bit is here already in terms of, you know, wherever you go in this world today, I don't know if you've got, I suppose most people have a smartphone. The first thing you tend to do when you get to the destination, you look up whether it's your maps or you want to get an Uber or the weather. It's, it's the ability to get access to information and data wherever you are in the world. You don't have to physically be present there to be able to access that information. That's a key point to bear in mind. And in terms of scale, yes, well, there you go. When you put technology in, like we did with our TMS provider, we recognize we're going to be able to, have, we're going to, be able to scale it. And finally, cheaper. There's no question. You look at Swift GPI, you look at blockchain. These technologies have brought in reduced costs. Even a cloud-based solution is by far cheaper, in my view, than putting in a hosted solution because it requires less hardware and also because the cost of that technology that's being put in is marginally lower. Finally, I asked Royston what he expects the future to hold and where the technological evolution in Treasury may take us. What I see in five to ten years' time, certainly five years, I don't think it needs to be as long as ten years, is a much more automated, I would say slicker in terms of Treasury's interaction with technology and knowledge base. And I would say technologically advanced. And by that, all I'm referring to is that the mere fact that most people have a smartphone has already, in my view, 
introduce them to a certain level of technology. So when I talk about two-factor authentication, not everyone might understand or recognize that what they're doing is two-factor thinking, but they're used to that sort of interaction. So in five years' times, when this type of technology is not six-factor authentication or biometrics already being implemented in corporates, they'll be much more widely used. The big difference for me, it's a fairly significant point for me because I get this a lot from people I speak to, that technology is going to make treasury teams redundant. And I don't think that's the case for these reasons. Most treasury teams are very small. If you look at the majority of companies, they have typically five to 10 people in their treasury team. You know, in terms of making, replacing a role within treasury, I think that it's going to be unlikely. And the reason I think it's going to be unlikely because what technology is doing for us is it's not necessarily replacing the role, it's replacing the process. All that means is that when you're, instead of having to upload your bank statements on a manual basis and you're maybe spending half an hour a day, the process is being automated and then that gives you an opportunity to then to look at the data and analyse it. That was Royston de Costa, Assistant Group Treasurer at Ferguson PLC, sharing his thoughts on the impact technology is having on corporate treasury departments. Thank you for listening. I'm James Hayward and this has been Treasury Talks. You can hear more of our podcasts, including the first episode of our exclusive Expert Voices series in association with Deutsche Bank, on our website or wherever else you get your podcasts.